Hi, welcome to episode 76 of the Inner Work Conversation. Today I want to talk about business rules that I no longer play by. Um, it's a conversation that's coming off the back of an Instagram post, which I'll read out in today's episode. But before I dive straight in, which I want to do because I've got shit tons to say and talk with you about today. Before I dive in, I just want to say thank you so much. There are tons of you who get in my DMs, who share specific parts of episodes that have impacted you, um, and more so like what you've done with them and how you've used those snippets in life, in business, to help you. And I just want to say thank you so much for that. And also thank you to those of you who are sharing the podcast as well. It's honestly, I turn up, And I talk into this microphone and I never feel like I'm talking to strangers. And I was speaking to Jimmy about this um, the other day and we were talking about it. And I was like, I think the reason for that is because I know that the people who listen to these episodes resonate. And when they resonate, they share it with other people who resonate. And for those who don't resonate with it, they just turn it off. I feel so lucky and blessed to not receive hate and not receive, you know, comments of judgment and criticism because I genuinely just think the people who don't vibe with this kind of chat, they just switch off and that's a fantastic decision for them. But for those of you who are are here, thanks, because you are part of a community, whether we've never spoken, whether we've never met, whether you're never going to work with me inside of any of my containers, it doesn't matter. We're talking today and I genuinely am grateful for being able to talk to you guys like it, you're not strangers to me. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you for that um, and let's get into the episode. So this has come off the back of Sometimes on a Friday morning, like Fridays are my play days and I mean play in a business sense. So I don't really feel the need to do anything in particular on a Friday. And like I'm fucking, I'm here for that first and foremost. (laughs) Um, But what it does do for me is breaks down these rules and these boundaries that I have put in place for myself. And I take ownership of that in some of the conditioning that I've built over the however many years that I've been in business in some way, shape or form. And I want to talk to that aspect of of myself in today's episode because I think it's going to be, well, I don't think, I know it's going to be useful to share it with you because I did a poll on Instagram and you said you wanted to hear about it. So um, a couple of the posts that I've shared, firstly, let me read them out to you and then let's get stuck in because I've got lots of points to make. So the first one says, sometimes the most robust strategy you can have is to trust yourself. Sometimes the best plan to take is to, sorry, sometimes the best plan is to take one step after another based on how you feel. Sometimes logic needs to get fucked for a minute for wisdom to step in. Now, this is the first thing that I want to talk to you about and the first thing that I've had to release as a business owner myself I think that professional conditioning is absolutely a thing. You guys have heard me talk about your professional upbringing on the Inner Work Conversation before. And essentially, all I mean when I say that is we've all come from somewhere and all of our experiences, certainly in our careers, have shaped some of the beliefs that we think are, not that we think are right even, just that we operate by completely subconsciously. And when you have your own business, as I do, One of the things that really comes up is you make the rules 
and it slaps you around the chops every single day, especially at the end of the day if you haven't spent your time intentionally or if you haven't spent your time in alignment with the way you want to be. It slaps you around the chops because you realise, oh, it's all on me. Like, <laughs> there's not a big bad boss to blame going, oh, it was them, they make me work like this. It's all on you, right? And in this post, what what the the thing that I really want to get across isn't necessarily about the strategy and the plan. It's more so about that self-trust and taking one step after the other based on how you feel and allowing logic to get fucked for a little minute so that wisdom can step in. So let's start there. There is no program you can buy. There is no book that you can read. There is no podcast that you can listen to that will give you the connection to your own wisdom that you're looking for, right? So what I really mean and what the thing that I try and cultivate with my own clients is it's removing the noise, self-generated noise, by the way, it's removing the noise around how you think things should be and allowing your own wisdom to step in. Your business plan should look like the way you think your business plan should look. The next step, the best strategy is the one that feels right for you. The amount of people that I work with who they just want to know the steps, they want the blueprint, they want the plan, they want to know specifically how and then what next and then what next. And although there are many, many ways of doing that have been proven to be strategically the best way to build a business and the best way to sell a service and the be- all of the things... I want to remind you guys, because you already know this deep down, I want to remind you guys, first point in this episode, is the wisdom that you're looking for, it lives within you. And when you dial down the volume on the self-created noise, right, and it is self-created, because even if the noise that you're experiencing is noise outside of yourself, as in you're on Instagram, Um, or you're on LinkedIn and you're looking at all of these people telling you the five best steps to or buy my program because that is still self-generated because you are choosing to consume that information. You are choosing to look at that. So I'm presenting quite a conflict, uh, not conflicting, um, what's the word I want to use? Quite a confronting um, notion to you that it's on you when you're indulging in looking outside of yourself, external to yourself, for the answers, for the plan, for the strategy, you are outsourcing your power in that moment. And I am here to remind you today that that wisdom lives inside of you. It always will live inside of you. And one of the first lessons in this is learning. That's the thing, isn't it? When when you learn how to let go of other people, how other people are perceiving you or second guessing even how they might expect you to be or how you should be it's on you you are then liberated to own who you are and really love who you are but at the same time there's nowhere to hide (laughs) so it can feel very exposing but when you settle into that and create safety around building that trust with yourself allowing yourself to feel comfortable with, okay, so this these are my preferences. This is how I like to work. This is when I'm at my best. This is what I'm doing when it feels good. When you start navigating that, it's gonna feel uncomfortable at first because you're so used to looking outside of yourself for the answers. But when you start creating safety in those moments for yourself, which is just a way of saying, 
you, you do it so often that it feels okay. You start to learn that I have these specific preferences and actually when I follow my own wisdom, when I follow my own ways of doing things, things generally turn out good. So and that leads me into <laughs> my next point. The other thing, the second point that I want to make is I... I mean, I'm two years now into having my own business and it's taken me, I'd say, at least a year really to knuckle down on this particular point. I always thought that I was in some way naive or professionally immature because I wanted, I, I like, the way I like to work is to, to go with the flow um, powerfully go with the flow. So go with the flow sort of paints a picture of, I don't know about you, but in my head, it paints a picture of like really flowy and not really caring about what's going to happen next. Oh, I care. <laughs> Let me tell you, I care. And I'm, that's what I mean. I mean, powerfully go with the flow. So having a vision like that, that mountain over there, that's where we're headed, but not being clinging on to the how we're going to get there. That's how I've realised that I like to work. I like to do it step after step rather than having this grand plan. And for the, I would say for the first year of my business, I made myself wrong. I made myself feel shame. I made myself feel naive for wanting to be that way. And again, going back to my point from before, that was only because I was consuming this external information from other coaches, mentors, business books, all of this stuff that was telling me these are the best ways of being, here's how you're going to get success. But it felt wrong for me. It was, it's it, The only way I can describe it is like putting on a jacket that's one size too small for you and trying to show the world that you look comfortable in it. That That is how it felt. And that, that leads me into my next point, which is, is around people-pleasing. I think that a lot of us perceive people-pleasing to be this thing where we go around saying yes to people. People-pleasing, I think, generally speaking, is this way of being where if someone wants me to do something, they say jump and I say how high. But I think that one of the, well, for me, one of the lessons that I've learned is it comes in, it comes up in much sneakier ways than that. For me, people-pleasing was trying to manage trying to manipulate my image like this perfect, polished, professional, clean, calculated figure and showing up online as her so that I could be seen in a certain way. So that, and, and the reason that I wanted to be seen in that way wasn't to trick people, right? So when I use words like manipulation um, and calculation, it's not because I want to trick anyone. It's because I want to feel safe and accepted by people and trusted by people. So I think in my head, I had this image of if I can show myself up, if I can show up, sorry, in a certain way, they will feel like I'm credible and then they'll be able to trust me. But <laughs> what I've actually realized is the more I show up just being completely myself, like there's bullet points for this episode, right? There's no notes. Um, I'm wearing active wear and wearing my workout gear because I feel most comfortable in that. I don't really like what I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to be anything. I'm just literally here speaking to you, being myself. I know that there will be some people who don't resonate with that and there'll be some people who do and I am for the ones who do because they are the ones who are going to find golden nuggets in what I say and how I say it. And 
I think that many of us suffer from this. I think, especially if you come from a corporate background like I have, I think that many of us have been professionally brought up to believe that there is a certain way of showing yourself to the world that demonstrates you are credible, that demonstrates you are enough. I recently had a final call with one of my um, one-to-one clients and one of the things that she was explaining is she was on this ski trip with work and there was a, she was sat around the table and they were having the apres ski drinks. Sounds gorgeous. Um, and she was saying that one of her colleagues was like, I think you have to work and work and work and work harder and harder and harder until you get to the end of your life and you've got nothing else to give. And it, I was really proud of her because what she explained is in that moment, she actually said, that might work for you, but I I actually disagree with that. I think that work gets to be easy. I think work gets to be joyful. I think if you are hustling with unsustainably, then where is the joy in that? This is, these aren't her words, right? This is my paraphrased version of it. But she said all of that in front of her boss. And I know that she, at the beginning of her journey, she wouldn't have said that for fear that her boss would think that thoughts like, you're not really working hard enough or... Do you know what I mean? And it's like, these are the micro ways that we people please. And when you allow your, when you liberate yourself from people pleasing in those ways and break free from that, my fucking God, it feels good. Because you're in those moments where you're doing that, you're accepting yourself fully, safe in the knowledge that other people aren't necessarily going to agree with you. And that's okay. You're not there to basically like, um, prove your way is the right way and their way is not. You're not there to argue about anything. You're just there saying, I know myself, I like myself, I trust myself, and I'm sharing my thoughts with you in case that might be useful. How fucking beautiful is that? And how powerful did she feel? I can tell you, she felt good. (laughs) She felt like she was in flow. She felt like she was in clear integrity with herself and that she got what she came for in that coaching. And we had a good laugh about it because on our final call, what on my fi- on my client's final calls, I read them parts of the initial consultation form that they fill in. And part of what she said, she was like shaking her head and laughing because part of what she said was like, I want certainty around my job. I want to know how it's going to turn out. I want this, I want that. And it was all about control. And she said, you know, I don't even recognize that version of myself anymore. I just, in fact, you know what I am going to do? Because this is the other thing that I do at the end of um, my client's one-to-one journey is I say to them, now that you are in this particular place, what wisdom do you have to offer to yourself? And at first that can be like, what? (laughs) What are you meaning? (laughs) But I want to actually read you the wisdom that my client offered to herself. So let me just get it up on my screen. Here's what she had to offer to herself. She said, no matter what, it's all going to be okay. It'll always be okay. Stop fighting, stop pushing, stop stop searching, just be and let go. Whenever you feel distant from the real you, make time to just listen to yourself. You do not need to carry so much on your shoulders. You can take each day as it comes. Stop trying to look ahead. You don't need a five-year plan or any plan. Just be yourself and relax. Doing the inner work, with doing the inner work, consistency is key. The minor work builds up to making you feel content and happy each day, so prioritise it. When anyone flies opinions at you, which they will all day, every day, don't let them penetrate your inner peace. Just live the life 
how you want to live it. You can be who you want to be. You don't have to dull yourself down. You don't have to compromise. Just find your peace and it will flourish from there. Stop thinking that money is your final goal. You can just be who you want to be and money will be just be there for you always. You are so supported in ways that you cannot even see. Comparison kills all of your joy. So remind yourself that regularly, not to compare one aspect of your life with another person's. You can never see their full picture just as they can't see yours. Just be a nicer person in general through life. You don't need to judge, you can relax. You'll feel better and you'll do better when you do. You don't need to control. You know when you release control, you see change happen all around you. When you tap into the true you, people are naturally drawn to you. And people wonder what your secret is, but you'll know. It's no secret. You're not forcing, you're not pushing, you're just being. And others will wonder how you do it and it will come naturally to you when you let it. Little steps each day, that's all it takes. The littler steps are how you speak to yourself, how you treat yourself, how you give yourself time and freedom each day. Tell yourself each day you're incredible because you are and you'll grow into being stronger and happier version of yourself versus a person who doesn't embrace life and is speaking cruelly to themselves. You're here in this world to show others the best way to live and you can do that because you have the power to. Make sure you're always setting times aside for yourself, especially in nature. This is one thing that instantly grounds you and that is the most important thing. Remember when you thought that was weak. Remember when you thought you were meant to be this certain girl, this city girl, and when you tap into who you really are at your core, you are at your happiest. You do your best work from this place. Please remember that intelligence is not about what you know. It's not about your job title or your status. It's about how willing and open your heart is to navigate your way through the darkest of times. You are powerful beyond measure. Never forget that. I mean, like, firstly, <laughs> fucking hell. Like... My clients blow my head off. I learn from them in every single session from the beginning to the end. But when you were listening to me reading that out, didn't you just, weren't you just like, yep, yep, yes, please, more of that? Because that's how it makes me feel. And I wanna let you know that this person on her journey had to navigate and release and release and unlearn and unlearn so many ways of conditioning in her career, in business, that... For her to say all of those words, because what I do with those words is I write them all down while we're talking and I send a card back to them that they can keep with their words on them. It's quite beautiful, really. But um, going back to the episode, this is, th this is what we do, right? We take our ways of being and especially when we grow up, in inverted commas, into a more mature version of ourselves, we realise that that jacket is too small for us and we realise that there's room for us to grow. So a couple more ways, and then I'm going to wrap up the episode. A couple more ways this has shown up for me is if any of you have come to a workshop or a programme with me, the most potent and powerful workshops I deliver have no plan. The only thing that I define, usually the moment where I say this is what the workshop's going to be, is the learning outcomes. And I want to tell you, when I was 18 and I was having my introduction to the learning and development world, this is not how they tell you to plan your sessions. <laughs> they tell you to plan, map out the learning objectives, map out what you're going to cover, the agenda, how long it's going to take, almost a script, like they call them the learning learner's notes of how the session's going to go. 
And yes, this gave me a fantastic introduction to how to facilitate other people's development. But let me tell you, if you ever come to a workshop with me now, the only thing that I will have done is mapped out how I want you to feel when you leave and what I want you to be equipped with by the time you leave. That's it. Because everything else comes from inside me. And I know and I can trust that when we show up to a workshop together or a program together, I know that I can deliver for you if I trust myself. And so in the first year of my business, when I was thinking, oh, but what about scaling my business? And what about, God, like now, I cannot tell you what I said in the last podcast episode. If you message me and you're like, oh, I listened to the last podcast episode and I took this, 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 this from it. Prepare for me to say, what did I say? What episode was that? What did I say? Because I won't know. And there was a point where I felt really embarrassed by that. And now I realise that's actually how it's meant to be for me. I'm not meant to understand everything that I've ever said. I'm just meant to channel it or let it flow. And that's okay. And again, this might you might not be able to resonate with this specific example that I'm giving you, but you will have a version of that that applies to you. And I want you to take that version. Think about the things that you're, you're always feeling like you should be more of and actually flip it on its head and be like, what if the way I am right now is the way it should be for me? What if I am doing it perfectly right now? What if the wisdom that I have inside of me is being stifled by the ways of being that I think I should be? What if that, right? Because I can tell you in these ways of being that I've figured out that work for me and my business when I'm at my best, even consuming good things online, like socially on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, it even distorted the good for me. So one example that I can think of off the top of my head is this whole masculine feminine thing. Because of who I was following and what I was consuming, I thought wrongly for, for an amount of time that leaning into your feminine was about dancing and flowery dresses and um, using certain terminology and words. It's not. It, it's really not. For me, what I've... I'm not saying this is for everyone, yeah? I'm just sharing my personal experience. For me, leaning into my feminine in my business is learning how to trust, is learning how to create a void of time and space within my week, within my calendar, where I can allow myself to just potter around and be. And that's when my best content comes out. That's where this episode has been born from. And so I, I, I think that, anyway... I think that leaning into the feminine more in my business has meant me unlearning things like overworking, unlearning things like wanting to control and wanting to be driven by certainty. And instead, just being driven by my reaction to the world and what people are sending my way that I can vibe off and give back. So when people put comments on my Instagram posts, I'm like, oh my God, I've got a great workshop based on what they've just said. Oh my God, someone's just DM me this, this and this. And I've got my my next podcast or my next post from that. That's how I work. And if I try to work against what comes naturally to me, I'm just putting that jacket back on. I'm just stifling my own nature. And even if you're not a business owner and you think, well, I'm in a job, this is not this is not you being like, well, they expect this from me, so that's that. This is your opportunity to go to your employer and say, do you know what I've learned that I work best in these ways? Would it be would it be okay if we try those ways of working? It's still on you, right? It's still on you even though you are in a job that has certain, maybe in a job culture that has certain expectations of you. It's never 
changed if it's never challenged, right? So maybe it's on you to challenge that in a loving way, in a way that invites them to consider that. So I mentioned my client before, right? She was sat around that table, her boss was there and she was a little bit shitting herself about what her boss was going to say about what she just said about, I think work should be joyful and easy and all the rest of it. Her boss was inspired by her. Let that sink in. She was there thinking, shit, is my boss going to be like, well, you should be hustling. You should be working harder. No, her boss turned around to her and said, that was really inspiring. I I really liked what you said there. So don't think because you're in a hierarchical structure that it should be follow the leader. You are the leader. (laughs) You are the leader in life and business, in your life and in business. You contain your own wisdom and the blueprint you're looking for is inside of you. The the blueprint, (laughs) the plan, the strategy lives inside of you. It takes for you to unlearn. It takes for you to commit to learning yourself and not marking yourself, stamping yourself as wrong if the way you like to do things differs from someone else's, yeah? And so this leads me on to my last point. Inside Thrive Together, every single Monday, we set our goals and we set our high value activities. And so what I never do is tell you this is how it should be, right? I never hear saying you should plan like this, you should do that, you should make decisions like this. I'm always here saying to you, how do you like to restore your energy? Get to know that, try it on, make sure you're in integrity with it throughout your week, let's go. How do you like to set goals? Okay, good connect to that, set high value activities from there. And I want to, I want to just finish the episode by telling you that now these days when I set goals, they don't really have any time frame around them. (laughs) They are clear in their intention and they are potent in the feeling that comes with those goals that I have that live in my heart and are executed by my brain. And when I say that, this is exactly what I mean by high value activities. My heart says, this is what we want. This is what we want in life and business. And my brain says, well, cutting out all the noise, cutting out all the bullshit, cutting out all of the to-dos and the activities that you could be doing, you could be spending your time, attention and energy on this week. If that is really your goal, what are the highest value activities that you can do, right? So my members inside Thrive Together, I am never saying to them, no, you are wrong. What I'm always saying to them is, if that's your goal, are they really your highest value activities or are they just what you feel like you should do? And the majority of the time in asking those questions, they put their um, comments in the community and I challenge and coach them inside of there. And normally it's just, it's just telling them again that you are your North Star. You are, the wisdom is inside of you. And the work we do inside Thrive Together is just taking off the layers of fear that you have and the layers of conditioning that you have probably put on yourself a lot of the time, but that you have been conditioned with in order for you to connect and be more intimate with yourself again. That's what builds self-trust. That's what builds your ability to know and like and trust yourself again in order to go after the life that you want, in order to go after the business goals that you have. So I hope this episode served you. It's certainly been interesting for me to think about. I was actually, where it's come from is I was doing my own self-reflection inside Thrive Together today. And I thought to myself, this would be a really cool episode to share on the inner work conversation. So I hope it's been useful. I want to finish the episode by just telling you 
um, the post that I posted after the one that I read out at the beginning of the episode. So let me just recap on that and then I'll finish with the post that came after it. So the post was, sometimes the most robust strategy you can have is to trust yourself. Sometimes the best plan is to take one step after another based on how you feel. Sometimes logic needs to get fucked for a minute for wisdom to step in. And the next post that I followed that up with was, I either get the result that I wanted or the lesson I needed. In When you navigate your life and business in the ways that I'm talking about in today's episode, which is, by the way, ways that work best for you, you can't lose. You can't fail. You are either going to get the result that you wanted or the lesson you needed. It's that simple. Sometimes we class things as failures because we're not seeing the return on investment in the lessons that we learn. And I I just want to finish the episode there because this episode should serve as a reminder that you're never wrong. You're never doing it wrong. You're You're never failing. It's all the way it's meant to be because this is your path. This is your journey and all of the wisdom and the North Star and the things that you need to succeed, they all live inside of you. So what are you doing this week to connect more to yourself, to become more intimate with yourself? That's the question that I would like you to ask yourselves today. So with that, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And if you don't know what I mean by always cheering you on, I would love it if you would head on over now, straight after this episode, head on over to episode uh, 73, which is called My Biggest Time Saver. Figure out from that episode what I mean when I say I am always cheering you on. And I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.